we are going to start with Sudan. The UN has said that a 72-hour ceasefire between the two sides, the Sudanese army and a rival paramilitary group, does appear to be holding, at least in some parts of the country. Thousands of foreign nationals are still trying to get out of the country, with numerous governments organising evacuations of their citizens. Well, this is the first UK evacuation flight landing in Lanaka in Cyprus, with 39 people on board. Another flight has landed in the last couple of hours. As thousands flee, residents in the capital have spoken of their fears that the world is abandoning them, with supplies of food, water and medicine running low. Nearly all the shops in the city has closed and residents say the price of even the most basic goods has doubled. Live now to Nairobi and our correspondent Ferdinand Omondi. The situation in the capital certainly does seem to be still very desperate. It is very desperate. Thousands of people are trying to flee, some with the support of their countries, others on their own. It is especially difficult for the Sudanese people who mostly have to find their way uh, to South Sudan, to the south or west, to Chad or north, to Egypt, or even to the north uh, east in Port Sudan where they can be able to travel to Saudi Arabia. Now, we're getting reports that the cost of everything has skyrocketed. Uh, bus transport that cost uh, $20 is now going up to $300. But the biggest concern, Victoria, among the uh, locals there is that uh, as the exodus of the foreigners and the diplomats is witnessed, they are really worried about what their fate will be, especially when all the evacuations are halted in the meantime, because the ceasefire is very patchy. And our story is starting to emerge about the situation within Khartoum itself. Yes, in Khartoum, uh, we're getting reports that uh, fighting is still continuing in some of the places in spite of the ceasefire. Reuters has reported and quoted a medical officer saying that a projectile hit a, a hospital and, uh, kill and, and injured 13 uh, people there. Now, another worrying situation is the escape of prisoners, among them uh, Sudanese, former Sudanese Minister Ahmed Haroun, who is wanted by the ICC for crimes against humanity. He has been in prison over his role in the 1989 coup that brought uh, Omar el-Bashir in power. Now, he has released a statement and been quoted on radio saying that he is now out and he will take care of his own uh, protection. He says they were released because there was no food and water in prison, so the prison officers now released them. This is very worrying. It is not yet clear the presence of the former president, Omar el-Bashir, who was also in prison, but, you know, criminals now out in the streets roaming Khartoum threatens to make the situation even worse. Ferdinand Amundi, thank you very much for your time and your analysis there. Thank you. Now, around 250, most of whom are French nationals, have left Djibouti after being rescued from Sudan. The group were some of the first to be evacuated by French forces last week in the midst of fighting in the capital. The BBC's Africa correspondent, Catherine Bayorahanga, sent us this report from Djibouti. Speaking to some of the people who were able to board the flight tonight, there is a real feeling of relief as being able to go back home. It feels very relieving and uh, there's like a knot that untied in my stomach. Um, I'm just so glad for this opportunity that not everyone has and I recognize how privileged we are. When the fighting started, we were in a swimming pool in a hotel and that's the reason why we don't have anything with us because then we got stuck 
in the hotel and we couldn't get out. I think the hardest part was to, to keep the children's mood in a good mood and as long as we didn't show them fear it would not be reflected on them. Some of the families have small children and they also had to sit through days of fighting in Khartoum. But their thoughts are also with the people in Sudan who still aren't able to find safety. Our heart is our people there and I hope they find a solution and this will end soon and we return back to our country. The people on this flight had to go through days of fighting in the capital of Sudan. They were then able to gather, get onto buses that took them to an airfield and onto French military planes that brought them here to Djibouti. Djibouti has become a hub of activity for European and American forces trying to get the citizens out of Sudan. Just over the horizon there, there's an American military base. And we understand that dozens of diplomats were brought here over the weekend from Sudan. The British government has not ruled out using some of its allies' bases as it carries out large-scale evacuations of its citizens in Sudan.